Hello? What's going on? What are you doing here? Um, I'm saying hi to you. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I figured this would be the, the proper time for me to be able to reveal something to you. Oh, oh, I think you mentioned something about this that there was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to tell you something, but not tell the podcast. I forgot. I'm happy. I forgot because it just like sit in my head. Okay. <laughs> so what is it? Okay. Now I don't know if we're talking about the same thing anymore at all. I because all, I I, all you said, all you said was, I, I'm going to tell you something, but not tell the podcast. What were we talking about as a whole? There was no talking about a whole. There was like a, as an aside kind of thing. Okay. I have no idea what I was talking about. Because You're expecting. I'm not, we're not expecting. No. <laughs> no. Um, remember, I have snip, snap, snip, 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 snap, snip. So, and it's like close to $30,000 to go to to re to reconnect the the the, the lines so to speak. I, so I, what is the news? Um we're moving. We we are we you got are, the, the thing? We, we 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 don't have a place yet, but we have okay. about we have about 60% of our plans in motion. Um what, what we have to lock down are a little bit of the the fundamentals, but we found an area that we want to move to. Um, and uh, so we, we've looked at a couple of houses, but we're pretty much set that we want to move to this, to this particular location. Okay. Uh, because the, 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 the houses over there are very affordable compared to how it is over here in Northern California. Uh, the neighborhood is re- really nice. Um and I actually know some people that live in the area, so it, it would make it much easier to move to a brand new place with at least some relative, um, you know, familiarity, if you will. Heck yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think you're pretty familiar with it, too. The area? Yeah. What, what makes you say that? I mean, you, I don't know, you f***ing live there. You, you want to move to Utah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where? What? Why? What? What about your job? <laughs> you, uh, we've had this plan for about, I don't know, about six months. Now, when we when we were looking at houses here in Northern California, you know, we got approved for a fairly sizable loan, um, but which would get you a shack. Yeah, it it, it would still get us kind of like the bare minimum of what we would be looking for with regards to the size of our family, um, the things that we would like, the little accoutrement, you know, the little things that we would like in the house. You know, I want my own office in addition to, you know, you know, the the bedroom and then of course the living room. But I don't want to have my streaming set up in the living room, right? Like that's that's kind of I mean, I know you do because you're in an apartment. It's you know, it's fine. It's but but yeah. in a house, it's kind of kind of tacky. Like you just separate that. Um if if you can. But um 
I'd say the 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 it's like a scaling thing. Like the bigger the house, the more tacky it is. The smaller the house, the more like doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter. Is. Yeah, it's like it, it it's all relative. Yeah, so, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, we, we were looking at that, and then we were just kind of looking at longevity of being in Northern California, and then also looking at mental health. And one okay. one of the big things for us was, at least in the the my point where I am in my life, I am more than content with how things have developed, especially with all the ups and downs that, that you are very privy to. And some of the people here in the chat here on Twitch um, are, are privy to uh, with my divorce and, you know, have, you know, dealing with that with kids and things of that nature. Um, but one big thing for me is I've always done generally pretty well after big change and obviously a big change would be moving and we've considered going to louisiana we considered going to ohio where my other friend lives in ohio because he and i were on zillow and for a mere two hundred thousand dollars i could get basically a mansion in ohio i'm like okay well that's that's not a terrible thing necessarily. <laughs> I mean, it's a you know, it, it's it's a fucking mansion. It would be kind of cool to be able to say that <laughs> and afford it. But at the same time, <laughs> I live in a mansion. Where? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the thing. It's like, well, where do you live? Or just if you look me up on Google Earth, Look at my house on street view, but don't turn around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just look at the house and then move on. You know what? Actually, I'll send you still images. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, so, um, uh, you know, she and I were talking and then we also kind of were romanticizing about, you know, when we got engaged, which was at Snowbird in Utah. And I had told her, you know, if, if we really were going to move out of state, if we really were going to go to a completely different zip code and have to pick up and go across state lines, I I really want to go to Utah. And it's not just because of the friends that we have there. Because, you know, friends come and go. You're not going to be forever. Friends come and go. Uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 In all honesty, though, I think that's smart of you. Like, no matter what, that's smart of you. The which which part? The the like like we like Utah not for just because friends, but because like Utah as a whole, because friends can come and go. Sure. Do I have any intentions of going? Absolutely not. But like you gotta think like when you're thinking about like moving to another state or country or anything, yeah, you should kind of consider that an like a kind of a harsh reality of like if something yeah like, if the worst happens like. Are we going to be okay? Are we going to be like, well, we're here and no more friends. So why are we here? That's not a smart thing to do. Right. So I think it's smart of you to recognize that kind of stuff. Well, the, that's the thing. Like having you guys there, having majority of, 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 of the Slicer crew there, it definitely helps. Right. But um, the experience that I had there, even as somebody that is more left-leaning in my uh, political uh, point of views. I know Utah is a little bit more right-leaning. Even though that 
I like to imbibe alcohol and, and Utah has a lot of alcohol restrictions, even though that Utah is a predominantly, you know, Caucasian state, I have felt nothing but love from, from people when I went over there, whether they knew that I was visiting or not. I, I just had a really great experience and almost everybody else that I talked to that have migrated from California to Utah and there are, they are a person of color. Uh, they've all said that it's, it's a great place. It does take a little bit getting used to, but it, it is a great place. And they also have Google fiber in certain areas. I'm like, Ooh, that's good. So, you know, that's, that's a thing. Um, so again, I have to ask the burning question job. Oh, um, yeah. So that's the one thing I was, uh, if you remember a couple of weeks back, I had asked you, you know, where exactly in Utah do you go? Um, how many Costco's do you not go to? Like, is there anything down South that you don't go to, you know, that, that might, we might be able to figure out. And I was trying to think in my head because for those of you who don't know, Quentin and I literally had the exact same job in two different states and two different cities. So if I go to Utah, um, either that means our respective territories are going to be split up and I'm just going to take half of his old territory or, or something else. So a, a couple of jobs have come up. There was a computer programming job that I saw um, in, in one company in, uh, close the snowbird, I forget exactly where, uh, but there was, there was that job. There's also a job for, uh, skull candy, uh, for marketing. I was looking into, there's also a job with, uh, you, uh, Ubisoft that looked to be a remote job that I could do just up at my house, uh, which is digital marketing. And because of COVID and a lot of companies, particularly tech companies, a lot of them are now leaning more toward, hey, if you want to just stay home, you're totally fine to be able to do that as long as you continue to, to perform. So that that job has been uh, has has been poked, so to speak. Um, when uh, when I decided that I wanted to like really make this a thing to do uh, because I haven't told our boss yet. Our boss doesn't know. And so I wanted to first, you know, tell the people that this would impact fiscally, which is you, and then kind of go out from there. How is this going to, how is that going to affect me financially? Well, not, not, not necessarily financially, but like if 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 uh if me moving there does split up the territory it's going to affect you financially from like a administrative aspect okay yeah um but i'd be i'd be astounded if they allowed that i would be too but i i'm um if if that doesn't if that is not the case luckily at least for me they're they're kind of putting me into more of the digital marketing area, which will still allow you to, you know, continue doing your thing out there. And then if I just lean more into the digital marketing, 
I can just lean into the digital marketing and kind of do a Brian thing, you know, or, or, or one of the other guys on, on the training team. There you go. Yeah. So I do plan on telling our respective boss this week. So by the time that this so podcast it, comes out, oh, I, wow. would, I would have already told my boss. I haven't told, I've told my ex-wife. Uh, I haven't told. Yeah. What about Aurelia? Or Aurelia. Australia? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Aren't you leaving your fiance like in California? <laughs> hey, you're just yeah, leaving no, her really, there, right? Just leave, yeah. Just leave her here. You know, we're going to have a remote, a, a remote marriage. Um, yeah, that's the hardest. She's the hardest one to talk to. And I know I'm just going to have to talk to her. And, uh, part of me feels like it's, uh, not that it would be a spectacle to watch, but I feel like it would be, um, something good for, for me to, uh, to tell her in some sort of like, uh, like, like, like live on Twitch possibly. So, so, but like, what's the game plan in terms of like, come to Utah and visit me or I'll come visit you. Kind of. Yeah. So seeing as she just changed schools, in fact, and that's where I dropped her off this morning. Today was her um, third day in in-person schooling at her new school here in the, the city we live in. Um, it would, it would, it would be best for her to stick here in town with her mother. And so she would come visit me over the summers. And then I would have her for like the major holidays every other year. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Now here's the thing. I didn't I didn't want to tell you, especially after our last conversation, because I don't want you thinking I am just I I I, uh, I I'm I'm just gonna swoop in and and gun for your your particular position or or anything. Uh, but I don't even know how that would work. That'd be so bizarre. But but the, like, hey, we're getting rid of you because like, what? no, I right. That'd be so weird. It would that would be. be so weird. I'd be like, is this is this real life? Like, does this happen to people? Uh, but the other thing is, um, I I don't yet want to tell. I mean. Chef, if you're watching this, hi, yay, fine, everyone knows. But <laughs> if nobody knows yet, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who, any, any, anybody we know in the chat? I don't, like anybody I don't, we know on a personal I don't level believe, in the chat. <laughs> I don't believe so. I don't believe there's any slicer crew in the chat right now. Um, uh, but this is, it, it's something that I'm very, I'm very, very excited about. Um, I'm excited to, to actually move over there uh, for a number of reasons also because you guys actually have seasons which is it's kind, ah. of, kind of kind of a pro and con you know i i am mm. thoroughly thoroughly uh f- extremely frightened to drive in the snow again well here here's what we do is when you get here which will be like in a week 
What? Um, in a week. The, stay with me, okay? <laughs> You're going to come here in a week, maybe just to visit, maybe just to like to to look around or something. Um, but you're gonna come out here, and we're gonna go trade in your car, and we'll both go get new whoa, cars. Whoa, 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 whoa! I think this is smart. I think whoa, this is whoa, great. Whoa, All right, whoa, let's whoa. move forward with what, this plan. What, um, is, <laughs> what, what what is going on here? So I have to, I I have to drive over there now. You can fly too. How would I trade in my car if I'm flying? Fly the car. Fly the car. I might as well yeah. buy an airplane. <laughs> have you ever tried to? Have you ever looked up the prices of uh, uh, of transporting a full on, you know, f- off vehicle? I couldn't imagine that's cheap, especially since they even like, um, even like the upper echelon of people who have money when they transport vehicles, they do it in another vehicle, not a plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of them will put it on a trailer, not in a not in a plane. Or a train. <laughs> They'll put it in a train, but not in a plane. You, what you could do is over the course of the next like couple months is disassemble your car and like bring all of the parts as carry-ons. <laughs> Don't give me that look. It'd be amazing. You're just the, the seat next to you is the front bumper. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What is that? This is my gas pedal no, wait and this is my the engine block you're just like you've got this like mini crane with you and you're just wheeling it along <laughs> through the airport people are like what the hell you're like don't mind me it's my engine block i'm just getting my car to utah for some for some reason i i have I a fear that i would be stopped by tsa if that were to be the case Imagine, imagine being the TSA agent. Okay, you're just doing the regular check through. You're like looking at everyone's luggage, whatever. And then some dude rounds the corner with a freaking car engine, and just like, what? What do you mean? I can't do you need, bring it. Do on? I need a do I need a special screening? I it's I, just my carry I'm on. Sorry, I I apologize. I will buy a seat for it. Wait, what do you mean that doesn't work? <laughs> What do you mean I can't buy a seat? <laughs> what do you mean you can't turn it on? I had to buy a seat for my cello when I when I transported my cello. Really? Well, I didn't trust uh, you know, TSA to handle a a very obvious instrument that has stickers on it that says fragile. Okay, so I I I bought on my trip to Italy with it, I, I bought a seat. Okay. And it was probably the most cumbersome, uncomfortable thing to have next to me. Because although you do buy a seat, you know, this is a this is a cello in a cello case. It's a girthy thing. It's wide. Right. So it's leaning over you. It's leaning over me. And, it, you know, it's 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 a little bit uh, slightly taller than the headroom that I get. So it's, it's kind of crouching this way. So I, I'm... Oh, I'm having to do this. Like, oh, hi, yes, word. I'll I'll have a coke, please. Thank you. No, it's fine. And, and the cello, my cello would will like, have a coke. The cello would like the peanuts. Oh, you don't do peanuts, okay? That's pretzels then. That's fine. Yeah. 
Um, no, but <laughs> the I, cello would the cello would like um, some bourbon. Uh, would you charge it to his his account, not mine? So one of the main reasons why I didn't bring this up earlier was because if I did bring it up, it would be real. And when a big okay. life decision like this happens, and you get overzealous, and then something falls through. And you, you you don't necessarily look like a failure, but there's a part of me that says, oh, look, I, I didn't follow through with what I said I was going to do. So if you remember, so, if you if you remember um, the conversation, I think it was back in Oct- August, October, when our friends from Southern California and Texas came to visit you guys and you guys were kind of friendly poking at me. Oh, Tony, you're. You know what? Why don't you? Why don't you come? And I was like, well, I can't because I'm I'm saving up for a for a place. That was both true and not true at the time, and it was it was true because yes, we are saving up for a place, but we had at that point decided that we weren't going to move, so we we were really just saving up for a place. We didn't really have an idea on where to go, and then when we decided, yes, that we 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 would like to go to Utah, uh, give. Aurelia's son a fresh start I think he definitely needs a fresh start I think he would he would do very well with Max and Hadley um he would he would mesh with them very very well although he's a little younger than them he's only he turned 14 yesterday so how how old is Max and Hadley they'll be both turning 17 this year okay so they're only three years older than him but they all very much have the same kind of mentality of a gamer does um, your uh, do, does does he do the uh, let's go? Yes, let's go. Yes, let's go. Yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Welcome to podcast. Let's go. Oh God, no, don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't even do it like justice. Don't ever do that again, please. <laughs> um, but I th- I think it would be uh, I think it would be good for him. But yeah, it just you know that was the fear that if I told you guys and everyone gets super excited and then it fell through I'm like oh tony what happened to utah oh i don't know anyways how about those uh those niners you know like Where, trying what, to change like the how, topic yeah how uh at what point have you been looking like do you know what city do you like we we like the houses in uh surrounding sugar uh sugar house okay yeah um, and it's about, it's around the two grand per month as a rental. And one of the stipulations also was that, um, uh, we were going to have to bring Aurelia's brother who he himself, um, he has some special needs, um, which require him to be very close by to us. Uh, but, uh, with California and the way that that all works, is uh, he was able to have his own place, his own apartment, and he has a job right now. And luckily, because they opened back up, he's back at the job. He hasn't he hasn't been working for a couple of months, more than a couple. But okay. He's back working. But if he were to move with us to Utah, um, unfortunately, Utah doesn't really have a lot of um, programs for individuals such as himself as a high functioning. Um, uh, person, person, I, I guess there's a, there's a better term that I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out, but, uh, there's, there's just not a lot uh, of, uh, a high fun- a person with, um, uh, a slow learning disability, uh, 
but apparently Louisiana does have some pretty good programs, and that's where his mother lives. Okay. So he plans to move to Louisiana with his mother, but there's a whole thing with that, which I won't get into, <laughs> because where she lives is is in this new development, brand new housing in the middle of nowhere almost, and he doesn't have a car, so there, there's that whole thing. But anyways, uh, it looks as though he's not going to come with us to Utah, and he can't stay on his own in California, so he would have to move somewhere. But um, yeah, my fear was telling you, and then something not happening, and being embarrassed that it didn't happen. But... <laughs> By telling you now, it's kind of forcing me to make it happen. Wow. Look at you. So, um, I'm probably going to tell the rest of Slicer um, at some point this week. So, uh, act surprised. What other... What, <laughs> what, nobody's going to believe that. Um, what other cities have you looked at other than just Sugar House? I don't remember the names. I have a bunch of them bookmarked on Zillow and okay. uh, and Red, not Red Door, Redfin, I think. Um, Red Tube. Not Red Tube. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't look that up, folks. Do nope. not look that up. Don't look that up. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I have I have a bunch of them bookmarked and there and there were actually a lot of jobs in Aurelia's line of work where she could just like slide right in so to speak and you know be able to have a similar job to what she has now but with a little little bit more autonomy a little bit more uh along the uh in the area in which she really wants to excel which is like designing um fashion and things of that nature because where she's at right now she's hobbling it together and i say hobbling with 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 a, with a lot of love she's like she's actually She's actually crafting the end piece uh, uh, for for uh, uh, for this company that designs a multitude of pet supplies, including those like jackets that horses wear. Have you seen those like oh, cool. the, the yeah. lining? Yeah. So she helps not she doesn't design them, but she helps make them, and uh, from this particular company. Um, but it's a lot of um, what's the word? Uh, conveyor belt-esque kind of stuff. Like, you do that part and then move on. You do the exact same part and then move on. You do mm. the exact same part and then you move on. Well, that gives me a couple ideas, so we'll have to talk offline. Okay. Definitely. Um, So, I'm excited. I'm thoroughly, yeah. I'm thoroughly scared. But I know that yeah. we're, not, we're not doing it alone. And... Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the so is that the, the closer that this date looms because we want to do it before August this year. Um, the the realer it's getting. You know how to make it really real, oh. really, really real. Oh God! I mean, I you buy yourself a season pass, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm never gonna use it. Yeah, why? Why are you not? Because I don't have skis. Go buy them. I'm going to spend all my money in the move. 
you spend yourself a good like meh, like maybe maybe a grand and you'd have everything yeah that that right there is eating into my 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 first month's deposit of the new place like i can't well go donate some plasma or something you got this i unfortunately am not allowed to donate any kind of blood or anything inside me because i was in england during the mad cow don't don't say it don't say it don't say You think you were in England, but you you actually were just tripped out on LSD. Oh, what? But you were actually in America. Oh, really? But this was years ago, so it's out of your system. Oh, okay. So if I somehow do get my blood infecting some somebody else, it's not my fault? It's not your fault. Okay, good to know. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code. What's the code? Still recording. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. As we try to do every single episode, we're going to pull some questions from the pod deck. This is from the What the Heck deck. If you've never heard of pod decks, they're a deck of cards that are icebreakers that allow you to open up and have a really great conversation. You can use them for podcasting, streaming, first dates even. So go to poddeck.com. If you use promo code still recording, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. So, Quentin. Hold up the box. Hold up the box. Nah, you hold up the wrong box. <laughs> so the box that I want him to hold up is green. Okay, and because on. he's on a green screen, hold it's on. just invisible. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's great. What's the longest you've ever waited in line for something? And what? Oh, that's it? easy. That's easy. It was E3 2013. We got in line at, I want to say, 1 a.m. And it didn't start until, uh, I think, 10. Something like that. We were the first people in line for hours. But it was not. We didn't. We didn't mean to be there that early. It was like um, we we drove into town from. Uh, up like where you guys live, like that yeah. area, Sacram- and like we you, drove. You drove in from Sacramento. Yeah, that's it, Sacramento. Um, we drove in from Sacramento, got in, went to like Denny's, got breakfast and stuff, and then we're like, it's one a.m. and we're here. What do we do? And they're like, we're like, let's uh, let's go get in line. Why not? Did you already have <laughs> tickets, or that was the ticket line for the tickets? That was the line for the Xbox media briefing. So how did you get into the media briefing? The expert zone thing. Oh, they used to do that. They used to do that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. I, I e3, wish, uh, I wish I knew that back then when expert yeah, 13, zone had 14 and 15, I think we got. And then, um, yeah, it stopped doing that, but, it was really fun, but yeah, we were in line for somewhere in the realm of like nine hours. You meet some pretty cool people. 
not bad. We were uh, like, I'd say a good half of that was just us in line because we got there so early. <laughs> when, when, when you say us, how many were you? You and your oh, our, our, our respective friend that still lives up there or uh, were, were, were there more? There were more. There's a couple people. I want to say if I were to take a guess, it would have been f- five, six. Did you have I'm chairs? Or you just nope. s- Sitting stood on the ground. and s- sat on the ground. How cold were yep. you? Like, did you have the appropriate um, it was outerwear? Middle of, well, it was like the middle of summer, so it was like yeah. But it's still one in the morning. Like it's you know, and you're you're by the as ocean. As someone who lives in Utah, oh god, it, it was very very comfortable. Oh god, okay. Um, yeah i I personally don't have a memory of. So how how many hours is that? Like eight, nine hours, would you say? Somewhere around there, yeah, eight or nine. Eight or nine hours for E3, the Xbox Media Briefing. I personally do not have an experience of waiting that long for anything at all. I think the longest that I waited for for something was maybe two hours. And that was a ride (laughs) at Disneyland. Okay. That that was the, uh, well, Disney, Disneyland, California. That was, uh, I think it was called screaming California. Okay. The roller coaster. Yeah. The roller coaster. For those of you who, who know it, it's the roller coaster. I think now it has a, Toy Story theme, but it's the roller coaster that has that giant loop-de-loop inside the Mickey Mouse design. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen it. If not, go check it out on YouTube. Um, But yeah, this was years after it had opened, so it wasn't anything like, oh, you got to go check it out now so, so you can be one of the first. Now, this was years later, and still the line was just immense because we decided... <laughs> At the time of year that we went, uh, which was my son's birthday, it was the summer. So, of course, everybody and their mother are there. So, the line line was bad. Um, If I had to wait in line again for something, like, I'd say once-in-a-lifetime experience, it would be something akin to uh, the new Star Wars land. Like, something to have to do with that. I don't know exactly what, but I, I would I would I would be totally fine waiting in line to have some sort of light speed experience uh in Star Wars land. It, it it even could be just going to the bridge of the Millennium Falcon. Just sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, taking a picture and then leaving. I would yeah. wait I would wait in line for that. Heck yeah. No questions. Um, I can tell you as a side story, speaking around E3, uh, the worst line I ever stood in, in terms of quality, was for Call of Duty Ghosts. Why was we that the stood worst in line, line to Because we stood in line and waited to get into the booth or whatever, because um, they were doing private demos. We stood in line for four and a half hours, and that's during E3, so that's a good majority of the day. Yep. We stood in line and then went inside 
and they had a ton of VIPs, so we didn't even get to sit. We had to stand to the side, and there was no one playing the game. They just It was like a walkthrough demo thing. No one, no, you don't actually even play the game. You just watched someone play it, and they didn't tell you that until you got in there, and you noticed, oh, hey, there's one screen and a bunch of lounge chairs. Oh, by the way, all these fancy people, they get the lounge chairs. You can stand on the side, kind of like a movie theater. You're just standing in the aisle. Wow. And you just watch for, like, 15 minutes. That hurts. And then you leave. Um... Uh, I very much took like a couple of their swag items. Like, no, 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 this is this is crap. Yeah, no, I would, I would definitely be very salty after that. Experience. Oh yeah, so that to this day, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, yeah, that reminds. I about, I about walked over to the dude and like ripped the controller out of his hands. Like, I'm at least shooting the gun. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna let one round off. Um, no, that that reminds me similar to my experience of waiting in line to check out Anthem before it actually came out. Because if you okay. remember, Anthem was something extremely exciting in regards to its news, uh, the the uh, the footage, the gameplay, the trailer. Everybody was excited for Anthem. I was, right. I was over the moon about Anthem. I could not wait. And at E3 2017, I believe, is when EA had their own kind of mini E3 called EA Play. Yeah. And they had a pavilion dedicated to Anthem. And by the looks of it, I thought there were going to be rows upon rows of playable demos. I'm like, you know what? It's a candid demo. It's fine. No big deal. After waiting in line for, uh, I'd say about an hour and a half, we finally got in and it was a theater. A makeshift theater. And this very nice young lady at the front who is playing the game. She she was one of the uh was it was it Bio Bioware who did it? I think. I don't know. But she was she was one of the developers of Anthem and she was playing the game. There was another guy there. He was commentating on what she was doing and if you guys are at all wondering, I wonder what she played. If you have ever seen the trailer, she essentially played the trailer. She did no. nothing different. In fact, I don't even know if she was actually playing or if she was just standing there and going, yeah, I, I'm playing, sure. Because it looked like the trailer. I was oh I was so heated. Like, I, I looked, to, you know, I was with a group of like 10 people. And, you know, we were allocated, you know, a certain amount of time to be at EA Play. And then we were going to, you know. Oh, yeah, because you can't be there the whole day. It's like you well, get in, you have your two hours, then you get out. Yeah. Well, also, EA Play at the time was close to downtown Los Angeles. And so, like, we had to, you know, park our car in a parking garage. And we had to pay for the garage and all this other stuff. I was like, okay, so let's make this, make it worth our while. Let's go here. And so mo- a lot of us, including myself, wasted most of our time in line for, for Anthem. So all the other little booths that they had, if, if you could not see inside the booth, I would go to the end. And as people were leaving, I would ask them, hey, is there a playable demo in there? Or is it just some guy talking? That's smart. 
That's and smart. There were two other, uh, two other like areas that it was just some guy talking. One of them um, was regarding, I believe it was regarding uh, Fallen Order, because they they hadn't fully announced it, but they were kind of teasing about what Fallen Order would be. So they're they're kind of talking about that. And you could get a poster, but that's it. Like, I. Uh- you know, I'm not our our respective friend that sells all of his E3 stuff on eBay. He would have loved it. Probably would have made a lot of money with the poster. But I I don't have that kind of mindset, and I don't have that kind of time to waste for a poster. So I was like, you know what? Never mind. Um, <laughs> great game yeah, though. Come out. <laughs> great game. Go go go. Um, go download it. What anthem? No, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry for some reason. Yeah. Oh. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I was say anthem's done. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. That's that's really about it. And then there was also this ice cream place that I went to in France that had a really long line, but I I think it was only like a half an hour. Okay. All right. Next card. All right. Unamas. One more card. Have you ever been bitten by or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? I don't I don't think so. I mean, I got attacked by a bee. Okay. And that it stung That's me. That's a and form then of attack, died. sure. Yeah. <laughs> What were you doing to the bee at all? Anything? Oh, wait, actually, uh, no. Um, okay, we went shooting once, and I got attacked by not just one animal, but like a cloud of insects. And I couldn't tell you what the insects were, but they just like bit me all over my body. Like, just covered in just like these tiny little welts and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and to the point where, like, I drove home and just, like, sat in the shower for, like, 45 minutes or until the water went cold. I just was like, I feel so, like, I don't want to feel right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's... yeah, that was, I, I think that's the closest I can get if that counts, but, um, yeah, that was nasty. I've never had, I think that's one of the only times I've ever had, like, a minor panic attack and, like, being able to, like, recognize, because I'm fairly good at that kind of stuff of, like, I am actively having a panic attack. I am freaking out internally. I I need to be done. Like yeah. I am at I am at full sensory overload with all these bites and everything and feeling them crawl around my skin and stuff. I'm like I am done and I'm probably freaking people out right now that listen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just- <laughs> just, just wear bug spray. That's it. Wear bug spray and do it yeah. beforehand. But yeah, it was nasty. Your cat was never nasty. bit you by accident like as you were as you were bit he's bit me but like i would not nothing to like write home about he he's nibbled he's nibbled on my hand and like he scratched me when we first got him and he like got scared in in the night and jumped across me and we've like i think we've already talked about that but um yeah nothing Nothing to the the level of like, wow, my cat bit me. Look at this. I had to put a bandage on it because it's so bad. Yeah, I I I I've definitely had cats bite me, but it was like, oh, you're trying to be mean, right? But 
I, I've had cats claw me, and so I still have a scar right here from from a cat that had clawed me. Um, a, 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 I'd say like almost almost a decade ago. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, like I don't personally have any kind of shark attack kinds of stories. Although I do have an endearing story about a dog that bit me, and it was because I had a sandwich. So that- I had a, I was I was on my lunch break at Radio Shack, and I was eating a sandwich. I had the sandwich in my hand. This is a bad example. I had a sandwich in my hand. And I, I slightly put my hand down in resting position. So it was, you know, the, the sandwich was parallel to the ground. And there was a dog coming out of a store. Beautiful dog. Probably like, like was a, like a very large looking dog, but still a baby. You know, those dogs. Like, how yeah, are you yep. only two? It was probably right. one of those. And he came up to me. And like, oh, hello. And then he just went chomp on my whole hand with the sandwich. And but, cool. like, but it wasn't malicious and it wasn't um it it it, it wasn't like uh attacking out for blood kind yeah, of thing. It was just like, oh look, food. And like when he bit down, it didn't hurt. It was more of shock. Like, huh. oh yeah. That's my lunch. <laughs> and That's so, my lunch. That's my hand. That's my lunch. That's my hand. <laughs> so I let go of the sandwich, which, you know, if you ever get your hand stuck in a pickle jar, let go of the pickle, then you can probably get your hand out. But so I let go of the sandwich. And, and in which case he let go of my hand and he had the sandwich. So he was a happy dog. <laughs> and I went, oh, no. And I looked at the owner and my first thought, because this is, you know, this is in an area in which there are certain dog owners that are like, how dare you? My dog's not allowed to eat that, you know, kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. But he was very nice. He's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not going to hurt your dog. It's only turkey. He's like, no, I'm not worried about that. Are you okay? I'm like, oh, thank you. Know, worried, you know, he, uh, he, he, he was worried about my well-being. And Good. He, he, um, his words were... I come back to the, cause he noticed that I had a, uh, a work shirt on cause I was working at Radio Shack in the adjacent building. So right. he said, I come back to this area. I live around here. I come back to this area fairly frequently. I will come back and, and bring you lunch one day. Oh yeah. And, um, he never brought me lunch, but he did give me five. Oh. He did give me $5 one time. I was like, Oh, that's okay. That's that, sweet that, of you. Yeah. 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 That works. Definitely. Well, fun. Fun times being bit by animals. Fun time every time. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching and or listening to Still Recording Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Still Recording Podcast, or you can find us individually at certain places such as Quinton. On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. You can find me those locations under Lazy Tech Tony. We also have a Discord. So here on YouTube, on the podcast, or here on Twitch, in the About section or in the description, go ahead and check out the Discord link. We'd love to have your discussions in there. And if you are watching this before April 3rd, 
Just want to let you know on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash LazyTechTony. That's also where we shoot this podcast live every other Monday. Um, we are doing a charity raid train on April 3rd, trying to raise money for a young gentleman who needs some surgery uh, for his deviated septum and for his jaw. We have raised enough money for his deviated septum, uh, septum surgery, which is $1,000. So thank you very much, everybody who's been able to donate. But the next step is getting his jaw surgery. We're talking to a doctor today to figure out how much that's going to cost. But if you're able to participate, if you're able to help in any form or fashion by sharing, letting people know, or just clicking the link in the description or in the chat here and donate directly, that is awesome. Otherwise, we'll see you guys in the next one. Later. Bye, guys. Hi.